Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome to another edition of Living Better in San Diego, a public service presentation of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. I'm Amber Rainey. Since 2002, the nonprofit organization, the San Diego Financial Literacy Center, has been offering free confidential budget analysis with a certified credit counselor to help consumers like you develop a workable budget for your financial situation, as well as share advice on how to better manage your finances and reduce debt over time. And with the COVID-19 pandemic, I know a lot of people are out of work and are struggling financially. So I thought it would be a good time to get Chase Peckham, the Director of Community Outreach for DebtWave, DBA, and the San Diego Financial Literacy Center to join the show. Welcome to the show, Chase. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'm a big listener, actually. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. We appreciate that. So, Chase, you are the Director of Community Outreach for DebtWave and the San Diego Financial Literacy Center. Now, how long have you been with them? I have been the director at uh, DebtWave and then the San Diego Financial Literacy Center for 11 years now. And uh, what made you decide to get in this line of work? You know, that's really interesting. Um, In a million years, if you had told me that I would have become an expert in personal finance and uh, credit scores, credit reports, all of that, I would have thought people were crazy because my first career uh, for 11 years was with the San Diego Padres. Uh, working in baseball and video production. Yeah. So I spent so much time around the game of baseball, but it was through those years and and actually starting in college, which it does. I got myself into debt, credit card debt to be exact. And, um, and I found out later as time was going on when I was all embarrassed in my mid twenties that I was not alone. There were many, many, many people my age and older and younger that had gotten themselves into that exact situation. And at about the age of 26, I realized I'm in, in fact, we were coming home after the World Series. I had, I had missed a few bills because back in those days, you can't pay on your iPhone or uh, online. You had to actually put a check into the <laughs> envelope and into the mail. And, I remember those days. Right. And we had been gone uh, back and forth between Houston and Atlanta and uh, we traveled with the team those years, and, and there was just a couple bills that I'd forgotten. And I got these credit card bills that had uh, late notices on them. And it, it was then that I started looking at the balances and went, oh, my gosh. And not only the balances, but what my minimum payments were. And I went, oh, I'm, this, is, this is bad. I, I'm, literally, I was $26,000 in credit card debt at 26 years old, which is kind of weird. But that, that was like 
everything like a collective air came out of my my chest and my body and it was like oh my god what am i gonna do and i remember going to my parents you know we were upper middle class i guess you would call it at the time and uh, you know my parents could have written a check and paid it all off and i went to them thinking okay i'll just have them i'll pay them back and they came back with a really big dose of reality telling me (laughs) no and so that was like crushing for me right I, and i was probably at the time uh, i guess spoiled even at 26 years old just thinking you know mom and dad aren't going to let their child struggle and yet there they were saying look you got yourself into this we're not going to do you any favors by getting you out of it i also had a pretty big ego and <laughs> i was you know i was living out my dream working in major league baseball i had gotten that job relatively quickly out of college and, and after coaching. And so I, and I got to travel all over the country with the team and I was, work, I was working with Tony Gwynn and Trevor Hoffman and, and Steve Finley and Bruce Boach. I, you know, the, the whole collective, you know, that nineties, those nineties and two thousands were especially the nineties, late nineties, those, those were great baseball teams. And it was just, it was fantastic. And so I could not face my contemporaries, which I'm not con- comparing myself to major league baseball players, but also the front office staff and that crew and be like, I'm moving home because I can't afford to pay my bills. And so that was, I had to make, I had to look in the mirror and figure out what am I going to do? And that was incredible education was figuring out how do I pay back my debt? And really what it was is I had to pull up the so-called big boy pants and say, I got to give up some things. And cause I was living above my means and the, the, what I had to do now was spend less than I make, figure out how to pay back that debt at interest rates that I didn't even understand what interest rates really were at the time. And uh, let's see, I was 26 then, and I paid off my last credit card bill at 34. And, I bet that uh, was, was just an amazing feeling. It really was, uh, you know, because during that time when you, you, I mean, it was terrible for dating. It was terrible <laughs> for any kind of social life. <laughs> so I just, it, it really became, it was tough. It, it was, it was psychologically tough. It was difficult. But I also looked back and said, you know, whether it was ignorance or not, I did this to myself. And I think there was always that little voice saying, I can't really afford to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, or I would rationalize to myself that, oh, you can afford this. We'll worry about it later. Right. right. I mean, if friends said, let, friends said, let's go to Vegas. I, I just said, yes, I didn't, I, I'll worry about paying for it later. I'll just throw it on the credit card and I'll pay it off later. But I said that about how many thousands of things? (laughs) $26,000 worth of things. (laughs) Right. And it it, it caught up to me. And so, uh, you know, thank goodness I had a really good core of friends that didn't judge me by it. And they just realized, you know, if if they really wanted me to come, they would help out or they just wouldn't do things that were super expensive. And so eventually, you know, and as time went on and I made more money, I just didn't put that more money into things. I didn't put that more money into a nicer apartment or anything like that. It was, I got, I've got a raise. Now I'm putting it towards my debt. I figured out these great ways to uh, pay down things uh, like what's called the money, ball, money, uh, the snowball effect. I learned that at a very early age. And so I started speaking about it. Uh, groups started to ask me, Oh, you're going through things. I did come talk to us. How did you get out of debt? That kind of thing. And eventually somebody saw me speaking and said, you're just, you've got something and I'd like you to, I'd love you to take over this department because I think that we can, you, you, you can reach people. And that's how it started. So long story short, right? <laughs> long story short. <laughs> so where are you located? 
We are located in Kearney Mesa, uh, right between Balboa and right off of Ruffin between Balboa and uh, Arrow, Arrow Drive. Oh, okay. I just found out this morning. So it's between Arrow on Ruffin between Arrow and, and Balboa. And how long has Debt Wave Counseling been around? It has been around since 2002. Uh, it's, it's, they've been helping people with uh, their credit card debt um, and educating and counseling people on personal finance for uh, more than uh, almost two decades. What kind of services does Debt Wave provide? So Debt Wave is a consumer credit counseling company. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, it, it, what they do is they counsel people with their personal finance, but they also have a program, what's called the Debt Management Program. And there are lots of different credit counseling companies all over the country. Uh, they all are licensed in different states. They're licensed. Uh, they have to be licensed within each state that they are in. And uh, Debt Wave is in 48 states. I believe to this day. Um, and what we all are under the same rules. So we all work with creditors uh, and we can help lower. So people that are, would need somebody like that way where, where we can help them with credit card debt is if they are basically like I was, I was paying my bills, but I wasn't seeing the balances go down. My interest rates were high. We can work with those creditors that they have lower their interest rates, create it all into one payment, then they pay us and we disperse all the payments to their creditors. And we can do that at a very low interest rate. And part of the great thing about it is they have to be without it. We, but when we do the math, they have to be out of debt within three to five years. Wow. So there is a significant game plan and they're going to pay much less in interest rates. And, you know, it's not for everybody because everybody's in a different situation, but it's really great. And, and even if, that program isn't like a fit for the person, but the San Diego financial literacy center, which is what we do in education. We counsel those people on what they should do in any realm of personal finance that they're struggling with. Okay. So there's the debt wave and then there's the financial literacy center. Uh, can you explain right. the difference? Yeah. So we were a department of debt wave uh, up until 2014 and we still are, but we were getting to the point where we were becoming so popular because we would go out to schools and organizations and nonprofits, and we would do presentations and workshops and different um, programs where we would educate the masses and we would do all this for free. And at one point we were realizing that there are so many different programs that we could do. And we decided that we would branch off as a uh, DBA and become the San Diego financial literacy center uh, which opened up so many doors uh, to organizations. We're part of Live Well San Diego, a great county uh, health and human services agency, county uh, project uh, with many other nonprofits and for-profit organizations and government all working together to benefit the community. And so we do that. We do close to anywhere between, well, until COVID hit, we would, we were on, we would do 250 to 300 presentations a year, uh, whether it would be our staff or we have a phenomenal group of personal financial volunteers uh, that would go out and educate in every form of personal finance you can imagine, everything from financial professionals like CFPs to discuss uh, 401ks and markets and those kinds of things, to real estate, to helping with uh, workforce partnerships that we would partner with other organizations to help do the personal finance on that end. So it was, it really just grew outside of doing 
your basic budgeting and credit workshops, even though that is still a very large part of what we do. But our goal was to serve youth, and and that that was to educate before they get into debt, right? So they learn about credit. They learn about consumer credit, like credit scores, what their credit reports are, how they build, how to build it, how to, and, and budgeting and how to not to get into debt like I did at a very young age and understand all those principles because most of us don't learn that. I'm so surprised that they don't teach that. It's not like a high school class that you can take because yeah. it is so important to be educated. And if you have parents who didn't really explain how credit works, uh, you're clueless. And then the next thing you know, you're getting all these offers from credit card companies at a really young age. You take advantage of them and then, bam, you're in trouble because you have no idea how it works. Exactly. And, and what we find is a lot of times, you know, parents, it, it really depends on cultural aspects too, but in everybody's home is different. Some families just do not discuss uh, economics with their kids. Right. They're not going to discuss how much they make. They're not going to discuss those kinds of things. They might just say, and we run into this all the time, they might just say, if you don't have it, don't spend it. And that's unfortunately, that that's not the way it always goes. I mean, once those kids, and, and you know, I don't know how old you are, but you're younger than I am. When I was in college, and really up until 2011, after the uh, the uh, the crash in 2008, and there were and Congress made all kinds of laws uh, that you know those banks used to advertise credit cards right in every classroom. Mm-hmm. I would rip off this piece of paper, fill out an application, put it in the mail. Next thing you know, two weeks later, I had a Citibank credit card. <laughs> and I did that where I graduated and I had five of them by the time I graduated. And it was great because it it was like, oh, a lease on life. Some friends say we're going to go to a concert um, <laughs> in, in San Francisco. I say, yeah, let's go. But you're doing that not knowing what the repercussions are, not knowing what interest rates are, what, you know, not knowing what late fees are. You, you right. don't have you any get, knowledge of how credit cards work. Exactly. You get your bill in the mail and you go, oh, my gosh, out of the 200 that I spent, I only owe 20 bucks this month. Yeah, How perfect. phenomenal is that? Right. <laughs> perfect. Meanwhile, you're charged a $40 uh, interest payment for that month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's just something we don't look at, right? I mean, it's kind of when, like when we buy cars these days, we look, they, they're trying to sell us on the fact of how much is the, your monthly payment going to be, not what is the total cost of the car. Right. It, and that's the way all of us kind of look at that is, can I afford it each month? And uh, that's not always the way you should look at things. And so that's kind of what we're trying to prevent for our youth. And so that's the, our wave of the future program. And then we have uh, a program for our men and women in uniform and also uh, for adults that are just trying to get back on their feet or trying to just figure it out because they realize, you know, I'm, I'm terrible budgeting. I don't know how to do it yet. I know I need to. And we help them with that. Now, I wanted to bring you on the show today because with uh, the COVID pandemic, so many people have lost their jobs, been furloughed, and now are struggling financially and have been uh, relying on their credit cards um, to just get by. Um, What kind of services do you guys provide? Um, Do you do counseling regarding like uh, COVID-19 resources or anything like that? Yeah, we actually on our website, if you go to if you go to uh, DebtWaves, uh, dot, dot org uh, and or sbflc.org, there are updates on different resources that are available to help you financially. And we update that as, as soon as the, that information comes in. And so you can really see what the different places are, like the CARE Act and what that did. 
Um, but unfortunately, and, and, and maybe fortunately, the, the, the crazy thing about this whole situation we find ourselves in uh, is that there's really, this is unprecedented. We're not sure when this is going to end. I mean, as we can see, as we're talking about this, you know, certain parts of the country, certain parts of the state and county of California and San Diego, you know, certain things are industries are shutting, not shutting back down, but maybe closing down a little bit. Um, so, you know, as soon as we start thinking things are going to start get better and then now we don't know. So we do have that, of course. And, you know, it's really interesting because the creditors and banks had did such a phenomenal job uh, right when this happened back in March, where they were so understanding and where, how can we help? And, uh, you know, we have partners like Cal, uh, Cal Coast Credit Union and uh, different organizations that, that we work with that were just phenomenal in like saying, okay, we're not going to charge your car payment for two months. We're going to give you a break. We're going to, we're going to furlough your credit card payments for 90 days. And that's all well and good, but what if people aren't, no, and it's great. I mean, obviously it's better than nothing, but what happens if after 90 days, we're still not back. And in the meantime, you're not making those payments, but the interest rates are still incurring. And that's not the fault of the banks. That's not the fault of, it, it is it is just what it is. And so what we have to look at is, is what are we going to do going forward? And the biggest answer to that, and we tell this, we, we, we would tell this to people over and over and over again, even before this crisis happened, is if you're struggling in any way, call your creditors, call the organizations that you have to make payments to and let them know what's going on because you can't call after. You can't call after you can't make payments and cry that things are bad. If you can see that it's coming, you know that this is going on, they'll work with you. They don't want to lose you as a client. So that's the most important thing you can do. Be proactive. Be proactive, exactly. Would you say for the most part, credit card companies and, and loans and stuff like that, they have been good at uh, you know letting you skip a couple months of payments? They really have, yes. I and mean, if, if you're on top of it, as you mentioned, proactive, the, all organizations are understanding. I mean, we're all in this together, right? I mean, it's not like everybody, you know, they lost their job because an aunt was sick and you got to take care of her. This is, everybody is in this unique situation. I mean, we're seeing, we all have friends or uh, family members uh, that have lost jobs just because their industries just can't work. I mean, I mean, look at the city that we live in with uh, hospitality and, and travel. And I mean, that that's huge for here in San Diego, right? Oh my gosh, and huge. That has yeah. pr- predominantly come to a halt. So we need to, those organizations understand that this is happening. They're going to do what they can to help you. And, and you just need to be proactive and, and be proactive often, meaning keep them up to date. Call them on your own. Don't wait for them to call to see how you're doing. If you know that it's been a month or two and you know that things haven't improved, call them and say, look, I still don't have my, my job isn't back yet. I haven't found any work. I need I may need some more help. They're going to figure out a way to help you because honestly, they don't want to send people to collections. They don't want to lose you as a client. So especially in these times, they're going to figure it out. That's good to know, because I know for me, I kind of look at the other end of the phone when I call these companies, um, just companies as opposed to other human beings who know the situation, who understand the situation. So it's it's good to hear that. It makes it a little less frightening to get in touch with my uh, creditors. Right, because it's always scary. That's a scary you know, conversation, especially because money and finances is so emotional that 
you know, we're embarrassed. None of us wants to feel like we're struggling or let other people or have other people know that we're just not making it. But I mean, it is so uh, everyone is dealing with this. So it's universal. So these are especially, you know, they're, they're banks and they created whole departments just for this. So they are understanding uh, for the most part. Now, again, is it sweeping across the, the, the total spectrum that everybody's going to be nice and they're going to understand. I can't say that, but from what we've been hearing in the organization that we've been talking to, everybody has been working well uh, with them. And, you know, hopefully when this thing, people will be able to pay their bills and get it and get it done. And then there's also lots of nonprofit organizations uh, such as ours that, you know, when, when this all comes to a close and they can really look at it and they're not living on their credit cards anymore, they can look at the situation and say, you know, do I need help? Do I need some coaching? If so, those, those organizations can do that. Now, your credit counseling and coaching, does that have a cost? Nope. No, totally free. Yeah, it's free. Correct. If you go on a debt management program, if if that works for you, there's a, a service fee monthly, but that is all based on uh, and capped by state mandates. So every state's a little bit different. So, for instance, in California, if you're on a debt management program where they're paying back, it's $35 a month. And most of the time, a good percentage of the time, even with that $35 service fee that you're, that you're making, your payments are going to be lower than what your total credit card payments were before that anyway. Um, but we do, we do have staff that we have to pay. So, but that's, that, that's all just service. It's, if it, but if you need coaching and you're, you need counseling and you just need help to understand credit reports and that kind of stuff, that's all free. Okay. So I understand. So say I'm someone struggling in debt and I want to seek credit counseling. I can go to see you guys and that's totally free just to get counseling. And um, you guys then will offer the program to lower my payments, right? And that's for cost. We will only, we will only offer that if you're a fit for it. You can't fit a square peg into a round hole in this situation, right? This, this has to be a program for you. If, you are, let's say you're in credit card debt and you are struggling mightily and you're in collections and you have debts that are super old and you haven't paid for a long time. This program's not going to work for you because interest rate, you know, once you're in collections, you're not gaining interest rates anymore. You're just, your debt's been sold. So you're now, the people that are calling you are a third party credit or a third party uh, collection agency. They're just trying to get the debt back. That's a whole different scenario. You're not going to want a debt management program if you're in that. In fact, no debt management program is going to put those on there if that's the total of it, uh, the, the total of your debt. You're going to want to look into different scenarios if you're in that situation. These programs are if you're, you're, you know, you're still paying, but you're, you're struggling to get your balances down and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, the interest rates are higher. So if I'm pay- making these minimum payments, I'm not making a dent at all, and we can help with that for sure. With everything being shut down, are your offices still open? Yes, we are. So the offices are open, but we are working all remotely. Uh, and every, in fact, as of the middle of March, that we were kind of seeing the writing on the wall. We, uh, our admin team, set it up, and so we've been working remotely, but 100% open. And so you can you can call uh, DebtWave. Uh, Debtway Credit Counseling uh, or the SDFLC, and they can uh, help you out over the phone. In fact, the majority of the counseling that we do is over the phone. Believe it or not, most people don't 
want to work with people face to face when it comes to their finances for whatever reason <laughs> they get the, that 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 phone tends to be a little bit of a buffer uh they can't you know they can't see that i'm embarrassed or that i'm they're a little just a little bit more nervous to be in front of somebody but we still do we we before we this whole thing was shut down there were we would have people that would come in that wanted to work face to face but that was a, a very much a minority when it comes to the credit counseling. It's amazing why we feel so shameful when it comes to struggling with our finances. Um, it is a really, you know, it's so interesting because money and we, we've talked about this all the time. We have this workbook. It's so psychological uh, finances are and, and really money decisions that we make. Uh, we tend to just use money as a vehicle and we just think, okay, I'm making my money and I'm going to go pay for it. And the reality is money should be like every other decision that we make in our life, right? And, and a lot of people don't budget because they're afraid of what they'll see. But think about what we do in our real life. We want to, uh, we want to go out and do something like buy a car or if we want to go somewhere like on a vacation or, we want, you know, we will study and do our research and we will make sure we make the most educated decisions we can make, uh, whether it's, you know, sending our kid to the right daycare or um, sending our kids to the right schools or what, moving to the right neighborhoods or whatever it might be. We will work hard at, at doing our homework and keeping track of what we need to keep track of to make those educated decisions. And the funny thing is, is most of us don't do that with money because we don't think of it that way. But budgeting and those kinds of things is really no different. It's not a math equation. It's not, you don't have to be good at math to do it. You just want to be able to make educated decisions with your finances. And sometimes that's really hard for people to do. And so there could be, and a lot of time is there's shame because they don't want to tell people, well, I made this decision and it didn't work out. Well, by the way, all of us do that. Even the most educated financial professionals in the world still will make purchases that, you know, we do on a whim uh, because it's emotional. So, I mean, we're all human beings and they all have to understand that we all do the same things. Even the people that make the most unbelievable amount of money can still be up to their eyeballs in debt and broke, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, I mean, debt doesn't discriminate, right? <laughs> it does not. Debt does not discriminate. That's a great way to put it. So for those who want to get in touch with the San Diego Financial Literacy Center, you can go to debtwave.org and all that information will be right there. Uh, and you can get to a person real quickly. In fact, that's probably the best way you'll get to somebody super quick. And the phone numbers are right on the uh, the website because there's different numbers for different people because we are a national company as well. We're, our headquarters just happen to be here. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, I was going to say, I was checking out the website debtwave.org and they've got a lot of great tools on there like online calculators, uh, credit card spending quizzes, um, financial tips, COVID-19 resources as well. We do. And yeah, and we even have, we, we do blogs all the time. We do all kinds of personal financial information we have a podcast yeah, that is put out. I was gonna ask about that. What's the name of your podcast? It's called Talk Wealth to Me. Talk Wealth to Me. What a great name. Yeah. Well thank you very much. And yeah there, there's three of us on, on that podcast and we, we do everything. We have great guests of all different uh different walks of life when it comes to personal finance. And uh yeah it's really been a labor of love. It's been a lot of fun and, and uh, we're getting some great listenership. How often do you do your podcast? Our podcast comes out at least once a week, uh, and uh, yeah, we have a new one every every single week. Awesome. Well, I'll have to check that out. Well, Chase, I want to say thank you again for joining Living Better in San Diego. I learned a lot, and I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Take care. That was Chase Peckham.
the director of community outreach for Debt Wave DBA, the San Diego Financial Literacy Center. It's a nonprofit organization where they offer free confidential budget analysis with a certified credit counselor to help customers like you develop a workable budget for your financial situation, as well as share advice on how to better manage your finances and reduce debt over time. You can call and talk to a counselor today. Again, that phone number is 858 858- Seven five one two six zero zero eight five eight seven five one two six zero zero. You can check them out online. It is debtwave.org. That concludes another edition of Living Better in San Diego. The opinions expressed on Living Better in San Diego do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the staff and management of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. Episodes of Living Better in San Diego are available on the station's website. I'm Amber Rainey. Have a great day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 